how she get it. Made a couple racks, I never asked how she get it. City girls gotta have fun in the city. City girls gotta have fun in the city. City girls gotta have fun in the city. City girls gotta have fun. Let's see if I can stop smiling because my BFF is here. Welcome to Connect with Christina, episode nine, with my BFF, my favorite human being ever, ever, Jeannie Teachea. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Super excited to be here with um, my BFF. <laughs> How did we start calling each other that? Wow. It didn't take very long after we met. And yeah. it was, I think you started it and we just connected and it was BFF. And now it's, we can't say our names mm -mm. because it feels weird. It sounds strange. It's like if we're fighting, which we never fight. Never. So then it's like before the show, she's like, do I have to call you Christina? Because <laughs> there's just no way. <laughs> Will you please um, tell everyone how we met? So uh, you um, were applying for a position with Wasatch Property Management, with the company that I worked for. And I was at the Sands, which was my baby at the time. Shout out, Sands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, you pulled up in a Porsche. I remember that so plainly because I'm like, oh, who's going to come live at the Sands? <laughs> Pulling up in a Porsche, you know, cl class B minus property, obviously. But we, we knew it was an A. But uh, you came in and uh, you said you were there to, uh, you're looking for a two-bedroom apartment. And I was like, mm-hmm, sure you are. But I went along with it. And we, I took you up to show you the apartment. On the way up the stairs, you're like, I have to be honest, I am not here for an apartment. And I'm like, I turned around and went, I know you're not. <laughs> and we hugged and the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. That's right. So she's actually, she was my boss forever i stayed at wasatch for 13 years 12 two no I'm oh, it was 13 i <laughs> yeah, counted 13 down years. to the last oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think i started like Aug october 4 mm -hmm. long time ago long time ago um but yeah that was a good ride though because i think you know being a property manager you really learn a lot i mean you did yeah. it for how long i was with wasatch for 20 almost 23 years yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. And to sit at a desk and manage a property um, is obviously what I loved. That was my passion because you got to deal with the people. And then I got into the commercial or the corporate side, which I didn't like. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. You like the handling. I like of, dealing with the people. Yeah. And, you know, I want to shout out property managers, too, just because it's not it's not as easy as people think. Oh, it is one not. of the hardest but most passionate, I think, mm -hmm. you know, positions out there. But it's like a niche. People don't really know about it, you right. know. And then, like, lucky for us, it's definitely something that I think helped shape us to where we are now. 100%. Yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, you always told us, what, how many hats did we wear? Oh, it was a revolving hat. We were constantly <laughs> turning, turning the bill around, just, you know. What hats? What hats? Yes. Oh, do I have to nail? Yes. Okay, so we're uh, professors, we're therapists, we're science scientists, we're you financial know, planners. Uh, we are financial planners, <laughs> indeed. Firefighters, uh, uh, paramedics. We yeah. are everything. It doesn't even matter. It it happens in property management. We yeah. should have had our own show. We tried. Yeah, but that's not too late. So, <laughs> that's right. um, but I mean, twenty three years. I know you've you've seen a lot. And you've been able to help a lot of people. I know that 
like firsthand. Right. So and and I can go on for days, but you're looking at a person that is just honestly the most don't cry. I won't cry. The most genuine, nicest, kindest person that you can meet. And uh, we love you for that. Mm-hmm. The kids actually call her Aunt Jeannie. Yeah. So that's special. Yeah. I have a Leilani moment. Yes. yes oh, yeah. She's going to be watching this. Yeah. Because you just had Leilani when you when I met you. Well, she and was four. She was four. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember the first time you brought her into the sands and she sat up on my lap like she knew me her whole life, all four <laughs> years. And she turned and looked at me and of course can make me cry. <laughs> I think I love you. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> and the rest is history on right that. and now yeah. she loves you yeah and they all like three my kids. love and genie yeah. so um so kudos to you though for being like an amazing person mm-hmm. um you were you're always there for I me try. no matter what you're you're there no matter what you know i mean when it, it doesn't matter if it's just a bad day if i whether it's that or i you know i lost my mom like you were always are always the first person there you know yeah so i want the whole world to know what an amazing friend you've been to me for mm. gosh two decades now oh no. and getting old and <laughs> yeah there's no words that i could actually use to even express that that's why sometimes i write you letters <laughs> i know i love getting those letters though or just um, a card in the mail yeah and me. you know we're easy friends too because you're so busy with what you're doing i'm so busy with, with what we're doing we're not always together but it, nothing changes no we just pick up where we left off like yeah. it hadn't been three months or two months or we haven't ever gone that long but you know what i'm saying like it we yeah, could no, we, we don't we talk every day yeah of course um it's just i think the seeing part you know we, yeah. which we even said we do need to get back to family sunday Absolutely. sunday lunches or dinners so mm-hmm. um but again i'll probably say this again throughout the show but thank you for being an amazing person well, thank you, BFF. You make it, you make it easy. So, and also, you are a boss lady, and um, you know a lot of our friends are going to be watching this. Um, and I want you to encourage them in that you are one of the examples where you made the leap. You know, mm-hmm. and mind you, I want to be clear: like property management is amazing, and like a lot it of is. our friends stay like in that space until they retire. You know, shout out Deborah Hill; like right. that's actually my first regional manager, um, and th- and that's great. You know, and then but I want to touch on uh, you know other people that maybe they want to branch out, and I want to use you as an example of saying, hey, you know. Property management is amazing and it's great because you can always come back to it on all levels, you you know, on site, Mm -hmm. corporate, vendor, whatever. But if, you know, a part of you want to maybe venture out, here's your example of how possible that is. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it was a platform for me because we knew so many people. I mean, you think if we had, what, 4,400 units with Wasatch. And so that's a lot of people in and out of your life, you know, whether they're there for a long time or they're there for a short period of time. You know, their goal is to always, you know, not to live in an apartment the rest of their life. Their goal was always to get into a house. So I saw that as, as, you know, for me, an advantage to want to help the people make that that next step. You know, and when you're talking about business too, I fell in love with real estate, you know, the, the minute I started helping people, I realized that. And so I was like, I have to, this has to be something I want to do. 
like for the rest of my life. And again, property management's great. The corporate side, maybe not so great, but to each their own. And, you know, the, the minute I started selling, I thought, I, I know I can do this full time. And um, now you're a broker. And now I'm with, a broker. With, yeah. you know, realtors of your own. Yep, absolutely. So. But, you know, and it's it was scary, you know, taking the leap of faith. You, you always want to remain humble, even though I'm very successful at what I do. You still have to always have a little bit of scared, like, okay, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm amazing. You know, nothing bad's going to happen. Always have just a little bit of being scared in you that's going to drive you to continue to do better. Right. Well, and you've always been a humble person, you know, humility first and yeah, everything. Absolutely. So, and, you know, going back to property management, we have, we can write a book. Oh, we could. Of all mm -hmm. the stories between yours, mine, and the diff different demographics. And then I worked at KLG. So it's like now I can write a series yeah. because it wasn't us, you know, a storyline of one property to it's everyone, yeah. you know, and there's so many good stories in there that I think will inspire other people too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sure. And there's funny ones because you make you can't make this stuff up like Matt says. No, seriously. Yeah, there was good, good, funny ones. We had some serious <laughs> ones, too, you know, so you do get all sides of the spectrum yeah. on that. And I think we were so good at making sure no matter what demographic it was, like we treated these people with a lot of care and respect. Absolutely. And what was the thing that we used to always say? Like, it doesn't matter the demographic. It's four walls. It's yep. how we make people feel. Exactly. From the moment they moved in. And mm -hmm. I think that translates to how you are with your real estate and why you are, you know, as successful as you are now. I mean, so yeah. she's now helping me find apartments for doctors and lawyers that I work with. So that's how far Exciting. you've come. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, so do you have any advice for people that are trying to make, you know, a transition, whether yeah. it's temporary or permanent? Most definitely. I mean, I think for people that have a, a passion for it, don't let there be boundaries. Don't think like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's a money thing or I have to get my license or I have to, you know, do this or do that. You know, go for it and be different. Don't just there's there's what, 53,000 real estate agents in Arizona. You know, are, are they all successful? Probably not. And a lot of them come and go. But the ones that are going to be successful and continue and then go from a real estate agent to a broker and then owning your own brokerage are the ones that are going to do something different. You know, don't just, I'm just going to sell in Phoenix. I'm only going to go my zip code. I mean, I hear that all the time. Like, oh, this is my area. This is Mesa's, you know, my platform for selling real estate. I sell real estate in the state of Arizona. I mean, I go all over the place and, and a lot of people are like, well, you're not, you know, from this area, so you're not a local. And I made myself a local. You know, I <laughs> right. went from, you know, being licensed and, and only being in Phoenix area to the Flag White Mountains. Staff, right. Yeah. And and I loved the White Mountains. So I had to just go camp out. I had to learn it. I had to find out what that real estate was like there. Because so many of my clients were asking me if you know, I'd help them down here. Well, do you sell up north? Mm, I didn't. But then that put something in my head like I need to. Right. So, you know, I, I went and studied it and realized that that I needed to be a part of that. And that just led to the next one and the next one. And so I'm now I'm a part of six, you know, of the area MLSs. And so Prescott and Payson and Strawberry. And so anyone out there who wants to buy property or apartments or houses, this is your lady. 
Tell us about um, the company name and how you came up with that name. So um, <laughs> kind of a, a, a funny story is I, I wanted it to be owner, owner to owner. And so I was in my head thinking, oh, yeah, it's one owner to another owner and you're, you're handing it off. And so I, I literally filed for everything for owner to owner, went O to O, and that name was already taken. And so I'm like, well, holy cow, I already got a license plate that said Oda. <laughs> I kind of put the cart before the horse. But um, then I was just having a little brain, you know, powwow with a couple of the, my folks. Stacy Clark, as a matter of fact, she was like, what about opt to own? And it was still the O to O. Right. And I'm like, okay, opt to own's great, but I don't know if everybody's going to understand it. So opportunity to own real estate. So that's kind of how that came about. Right. And then instead of T-O-2. So. And it's clean. Like, uh, we'll, we'll post up your logo and stuff. Well, I have um, some help with that. A couple of suggestions from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We could shout out Cam. Yeah. Totally. Cam's the one that helped you with your logo. Yep. So he has two companies. So it's uh, Tower, Tower mm -hmm. right? Yep. Uh, media, I think. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if you want his info, we'll we'll share it. Um, I it's so funny. I, I told you before the show. I'm like, I don't ever write anything down, but we have so much together. <laughs> I, I wrote it down, right. so I did. <laughs> and Justin will give us time to see how much time we now have left. But okay. um, before I move on, though, tell me like a one of your favorite stories in property management because I really want to highlight. Like people have no idea how. How, what we go through, you know? Right. And like I said, it's so rewarding in that respect, but it's also very funny and right. it ne it's never the same day. And I know, cause I know I do. What are like, give me like a funny story and maybe a really inspiring story from when you were still on property management. Probably. Um, in property management. I, I want to think that at Aztec, when I worked as a manager over there, um, shout out Aztec Springs. Yeah. Um, they, we, we had, um, a pretty good size, uh, gal who, um, got stuck in her bed. Um, it had broke, unfortunately. And she, and she was obviously a little debilitated, uh, handicap wise. Um, and so we were always keeping an eye on her, checking on her, calling her just to make sure. And, um, I just remember the phone call and I got it and, and she, um, was laughing so hard and she's like, you're never going to believe what I need you to come and do. And I'm like, oh, what, what's that? She's like, I'm stuck in my bed. It broke, and I'm in the middle, and I can't get up. And we're like, oh, no. I so. remember you said she has such a good attitude. <laughs> she was, I mean, she was laughing. She yeah. could have been crying. She yeah. could have been like all, you know. So we literally, I'm, I was thinking to myself, I should probably just call the paramedics because I don't want to go over there and, and hurt, you know. But, but the first thing she said is, please don't just call the paramedics. Will you come over here first? So I had to go over there and I had to help her get covered. Gotcha. So just to, you could picture that. Right. Um, so the things we do for our, <laughs> our tenants to make sure they're presentable when the fire department comes. And, no. Well, and it's up. funny because I think that's how like at, around our birthdays or like Christmas, I mean, our offices are like insane. Yeah. There's presents everywhere, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think too, they never forget you. 
I mean, they you don't. still have residents that talk to you now. Oh, I and run into you them. help them get and houses they, too. Yeah, and they know they know my, me by name, of course. But you know, sometimes I would know them by apartment number. Yeah, eleven thirty eight. You know, I was like, but you know, it's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then too, like I, working at KLG, I had always used our example of, hey, I know there's legal things that you have to adhere to. Mm-hmm. You have to follow all the rules. But it's not illegal to help people Correct. when you can help them. Yeah. You know, like when you evict somebody and, you know, maybe a single mom with yeah. kids and they just, you have to it's do painful. your job. Yeah, it's it is painful, painful. even, you know, for lawyers as well. It's hard. It is. Um, you know. But you do it with compassion. You yeah. don't just go and hand them a notice and say, you know, get out. It's, you know, I realize you you can't afford it. Talk to them. Or the thing that we used to do together is, you know, finding them like a shelter. Absolutely. That's not illegal. Mm -hmm. Nope. You know, so anyone listening that like, or listening to this, just remember that it's, it's okay. You know, because life is funny. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down and that's why you have to stay humble and like treat people the way you want to be treated because you know, God forbid something happens and you're on the other side, like you would want people, strangers to help you, you know, or what was the other thing that we used to do? Um, Random acts of kindness. Yeah. You remember how we had to call Matt Kogemeyer and we were like, hey, can we come up with this program? Is it okay? Is it safe? Is it, you know, can this, because it was random, that's what made it okay. Mm -hmm. Because then it's, you know, how the rule is, you do one, what you do for one, you must do for all. Exactly. But because we called it the random acts of kindness, like whether you're helping someone with the grocery or this or that, like that, that I looked forward to that. Yeah. You know, we had, we had some fun and exciting, we did, you know, things that we did for our residents. Yeah. So it made you like get out of bed, you know? So, I mean, I look back at that and it's like, I wouldn't change the the good, the bad, the ugly. Like I swear we are here today from those experiences. Yeah, for sure. They, so. You take that with you and, and you learn from it yeah. and, and realize, okay, what you don't want to do or what you want to do. And so, yeah. Well, and then you shared a funny one, but how about like a super inspiring one that you still think about today? Um, I know there's a lot because you also yeah. had like, you know, senior citizens you had to help because yeah. you had a, you know, big demographics. And by the way, while you're thinking about your inspiring story, so, so I, I learned that when when you're in property management, you know how you have different demographics. So luxury apartments, you know, mm-hmm. maybe your B, your C, uh, minus properties, whatever, different demographics in that new or older. And then it, it reminded me that how sometimes the the prettiest apartments that you have, they have because they have investors. It's not necessarily, you know like the the it's not always the best right if that makes sense because i know some, where you're going with it. yeah because yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. there's like properties that are maybe older but it's all liquid no investors so the right. owners want to pay more correct because i was with some you know friends and and we were talking about that like sometimes it's it's not what you think right you know correct. sometimes the higher paid managers are in more challenging properties they're not the prettiest properties but because either a they're more challenging or because there's no investors it's all liquid money and you yeah. have a great owner that wants to take care of you because it's a big job absolutely you know? well i mean look look at the sands as the example you know the sands when you talk four walls, it was four walls with window AC units and, you know, I mean, they were wall units, you know? And so like, and people didn't understand them, 
you know, and so you, we, and, but we were, we sold them, you and I, cause that was my baby before it was yours. Right. You know, we sold them like it was the Taj Mahal or yeah. a, a class A property. And, and we were very proud of it. And, and Wasatch was, you know, I think they, they respected that. And that's why you lasted so long there and, and why I lasted so long there. Yeah. We were the only ones. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, and I'm still in contact with all those residents too. Yeah. So I know I, I see, and like I said, I run into them at the store and a couple of them work at, you know, at the restaurant, you know, you just, <laughs> you help them, you know, even now that we're not there, we right. still help them. Yeah. It, it's just, I think it's like one of those jobs where it's not just a job. It's right. almost like a, you're in place in a social setting. You have a social responsibility to make this impact every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I mean, because think lives. about it. It's not 500 units, 5,000 people in exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. What's your inspiring story? You're at 22 minutes, by the way. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to say we had a, um, a three bedroom with at Aztec, back to Aztec again, and, and they were hoarders. And we were doing, you know, how we'd always have to go once a year and do our inspections on all of the apartments because this particular family had lived there for a really long time, like long before even they owned, uh, Wasatch owned it. And um, we used to get some folks that would complain about it. And so I remember when we went to do the inspection, I mean, literally, you could not see the kitchen. One of the bathrooms was completely full. And there's a family of five. You know, and so there, it, and it's not a really big apartment, but it was just, it had an entry, like line, it was lined and talk about a fire hazard. So we connected them with the proper, you know, help, you know, and, and those folks came and they literally went through all of it. Kind of like what you see on hoarders, you know, it, it changed these people's lives. They didn't know how to, you know, adjust or do anything different. That's just how they lived their whole life. And to have somebody come in and help them with that clear it all out because it was that or eviction and i tried to let them know that this obviously was going to be the best way to go right and at the end of the day you know when it took uh, took a while but they had a really nice apartment they were so i mean so grateful cried we all cried i mean and they those are the type of people that you know appreciate your help Right. And so, and the crazy thing is there's so many more stories like that. That's just so, one of the millions. We have yeah. so, so many. I mean, how, what did you say? 21 or 23? 23. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. I know. You know, I mean, and you remember Arlene? Oh yeah. So <laughs> Arlene is probably one of my favorite stories because I met her when she was either eight or 10, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And she put herself through college, mm-hmm. you know, she's buying her first home. Yeah um she's taking care of her grandma like to see her grow up right you know what i mean well uh, one of my agents actually lived at the sands with her dad there really Tia. oh my yep, gosh Tia Armanta, and she um is just the cutest little thing but we raised her i helped raise her you know because yeah. she was the latchkey kid and she'd come home off the bus and i'd help make sure <laughs> she'd come and check into the office and you know i'd make sure she got home and, and i think she remembers that too right. you know they so. don't forget mm-hmm. and i think it you know property management isn't for everyone but for the the right people it's in their blood and they're good people and yes. they want to help Absolutely. you know and, and every day in 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 apartments property management you get to do that you know yeah it's very so, fulfilling it is yeah um, I want to switch gears into your real estate stuff. Mm-hmm. So first of all, 
um, I definitely recommend you because I've seen you. I know other than you being my best friend, I also see mm-hmm. how you take care of people from beginning to end. I've seen you help move them. Oh, I've yeah. seen it all. <laughs> yep. So um, for people out there that are, are looking, and I know the market's crazy right now, it is. but you still suggest they start the, the process with you and kind of, you know, what? Yeah, how do absolutely. they get a hold of you? Um, so I my website a phone call. I can walk them through the process. It's, it's super simple. And a lot of people don't realize they can't even a afford to, because right now rents are, are higher than your mortgage payment would be, you know? And so if people who are wanting to save money should apply for a house. And I know people are like, oh, I'm not even jumping into the market right now. It's so high. I'm going to wait for it to fall. You're going to be waiting a long time. It's not just going to fall back to like, you know, 2008, you know, 2009 frame. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it just, it's, it's not, you know, and, and again, we, we always hope and pray that that's the case. But um, yeah, I definitely give me a call, cell phone. What's the website? Uh, it's opportunity, the number two own realestate.com. And your phone number? 602-320-1347. These are one of the phone numbers I have like memorized. Right. Because <laughs> if I lose my phone, I will be so lost because I won't know the number, but I definitely know yours. <laughs> right. Um, you often hear me talk about like real friends don't ask for discounts. Right. I mean, there's like separation, obviously, but I think as a whole, I want you to talk about, you know, people that like people need to understand like you're also rendering service right so you know there's fees and there's work involved so like in real estate what does that look like well absolutely owning your own brokerage is you know it's costly you know if you do it right it's very affordable but you have to also you know you got to pay the bills you got to keep the lights on you know and people think that your commission is a little bit um shareable you know, or for for folks who are buying, they want you know a little kickback, which is 100% illegal. You know, which so we can't do. And but you know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, I wouldn't come to McDonald's if you worked at McDonald's and ask you for a free Big Mac. You know, or or throw some free fries my way if I order this. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just you know kind of a crazy analogy, but I get that a lot with people. They're you know, we sell my house for a dollar. You know, it doesn't work that way. You know, I I need to pay the bills as well and you know so do I do some discounts of course I do you know for yeah but I mean I'd say like definitely don't lead with that because you get what you pay for correct I think that you know you go above and beyond for people so maybe because I am your best friend I get a little protective like do not ask for discounts (laughs) you know well and there's a lot um going on in the market behind the scenes that people don't realize you know all the iBuyers and you know all the open doors and offer pads and purple bricks and all that that's going on has affected some people's business but I tell people are how are you staying so busy I'm like well if you can't beat them join them you know, mm-hmm. be a part of that. Don't don't say that, oh, that brokerage is bad or they do this or they do that. Just find out how they do it and just do it better. When it comes to buying a home, I mean, I bought my first home when I was 20, I want to say 21-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there like, you know, save, suggestion? Save, save. Make sure you have the down payment. Don't borrow it because it just puts you in a position that you don't want to be in going into. You're already going to use leverage and buy a home. So don't, you know try to borrow the down payment too. So save the down payment, keep your credit score. People don't realize it's all about your credit. If you don't have credit, there's ways to get credit and don't, don't go bad. You know, don't go get, we have a guest that's going to be coming on the show about that credit. And like, so, and then you obviously have good options for 
brokerage. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. for uh, for home loans. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> lots of lots of contacts. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. there's lots of options there. Yeah, I can so. I can get them put in the right direction. Yeah, the next time you come back on the show, you're gonna have your uh, your ranch ready. So we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But Jeannie has a lot of projects. Whoa, mm. I called you Jeannie. Oh my gosh, PFF. <laughs> um, please say hi to Lisa because she'll be seeing this. Yes, hi Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so Lisa's another friend of ours. She's a ride or die too. Yeah, so, absolutely. And I think in the beginning, I wasn't sure how you're going to get along. But over time, it was like, okay, you're this person, you're this person. And then together, you guys actually make a good uh, friendship too. 100%. You know, yeah. so. And I think that comes with maturity because we've definitely yeah. like who we are back then to now i just we've learned a lot i want to mm -hmm. think we're better people and we yes. still continue to grow obviously oh yeah there's so, still lots to learn in life yeah today's sponsor by the way is death by clothing so dom mm -hmm. thank you uh justin my producer can you please hand this to our guests mm -hmm. shout out justin why, thank you. <laughs> this is an amazing that. clothing company because if you learn about the history of it, um, you know, he he's another awesome person. Tie dye. Put up his logo and website. Um, yeah. Yeah. The history of this company is great. I can't talk about it right now just because I don't want to start crying. But it's a really mm -hmm. good company. And can you open it? Yes. Because I want you to, like, show everyone what it looks like. Please. Sorry for all the Thank noise. you. Everyone's super generous. It's Aww. soft, right? It's so soft. <laughs> oh, my heck. Jeannie, BFF. Yes, Thank BFF. you for being my episode nine. I connect with Christina, a.k.a. The Clout God. Yay. Yay.